about. They broadenize the whole aspect of what a man should be. And they have these broad and very minute things that most women have. Car, money, house, crib. Mm-hmm. And it's like if you don't fit into that, then on to the next. As I, a, mm-hmm. Go ahead. I feel like nobody's like i feel like just saying that we want those things or we're interested in those things nobody's going around women are not i don't if if there are women doing this then god bless them but regular women are not going around asking men what car you drive how much money do you have in the bank how much money do you make at your job um etc etc i don't think nah, y'all not doing that but y'all y'all waiting for to get like women are waiting for men to or some some women. I don't. I want. I want to broadenize women and put in all you guys in a because that's generalizing. But um, right. I think that I see, I see some women out here who like they wait on a man to take them out on a date, and when they take them out on a date, they judge them. They judging that man on what he pulling up in. After they pull after after what he pull up in, they judge them on where they where where, where he takes them out to. Hmm. After after is where he takes them out to is what he does after he takes them out. So it's like. All these things that y'all subconsciously are doing that you might not even realize that. But I feel like I feel like men think too much into that. And I don't think that there are as many women doing that as men think there are. I mean, yeah, as men think there are. I, I just feel like we're just we're just trying to figure out. I, I'm never judging somebody's car like you would have to come in like a 89 pinto like <laughs> for me to like talk about your car because what I if you didn't have a car i've dated i've de- listen <laughs> we're not even gonna go there because i'm i'm actually not the type to judge somebody for not having i'm talking a car. about in 2021 at 31 I years literally, old like you're dating a man without a car listen good that's good all i'm you. gonna say good for you i'm not doing it no more See, 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 and, and that, and that, and, that, and that's what I'm saying, and that's what I'm saying. I'm not doing it no more, and that's what I'm saying. And most women are just like but you. It, I'm not doing it no more. Actually, no. Which isn't fair to the man who may have a a, a vision and a and a and a and a, and a plan to get a car within the next six months or three months or two months. But you don't know that because you you rid him off the chance because you just said you're not doing that no more. I feel you, but that's only because. So I dated one guy who didn't have a car and I felt like he was always like a pick me up, like he couldn't fend for himself. And that really annoyed me. And then I I don't really have an issue about if you can get around. I don't really care if you don't have a car, to be honest. That's how I felt. But then like I then dated another guy who I honestly didn't care that he didn't have a car and I didn't care so much because he wasn't like a pick me up. He he got around. He made his ways around. I was never bo- bothered by that. But I ain't talking to him no more. So got that's you. that's it. I've already checked those boxes. <laughs> next person, next person I talk to got to have a car. I got you. And it's not even it's not like oh my gosh he's got to. But I would like for him to have a car. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I got you. Um. But just generally speaking, like I just feel like women explaining their standards it's such it's so harsh because i feel like the way you responded is how i feel like most men look at our standards like like it's a money thing and i don't think it's a money thing it's more so a stability thing 
Like, I just feel like. But is it stability in a sense having money? Like, it, that, doesn't money breed stability? Yeah, in but a sense? why can't it just be? Why stability sounds better than money? But y'all will say it's money, and we will say no. I want to be stable. I, if I'm doing all of this. Buy Man, my potatoes, potatoes, tomatoes, no, 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 tomatoes. No. If I'm doing like you want to call it stability, you want to call it money. At the end of the day, it's the same thing. Whether men call it stability, men call it money, and women call it stability, is the same thing. If I can do everything I could do by myself, if I can pay my rent by myself, if I could pay my car note, if I could maintain a savings, I could pay all my bills on time. How would it benefit me to date somebody who who cannot do that for themselves? Because I feel like when I say I want you to be able to do it, men be like, oh, you need me to pay your rent? No, I want you to be able to do it for yourself. Yeah. So you that, need that is, to be is, able to do that for yourself. I agree completely with you. Like, there's nothing that that's a com- like, but I feel as though most boss men view things like how you how you view it. Like, we come together as a team to 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 level up together and mm. do this damn thing with the castle behind us. Right. And I I agree. I just feel like, you know, I just feel like that's always scaring people away. Like a woman who says, oh, I want a six figure. I don't, I, that's not, <laughs> I don't think that's a necessity, but there are women who have those standards and I think there's nothing wrong with that. But you can't have a, but, but the women who say, I want a six figure dude is not, like you don't have six figures yourself. Right, right. Same thing back to what you're saying. Right, right, right. Absolutely. Agree both ways. Yeah. I got you. Um, I do think that, and that's men and women, I think that right. you should not require something that you, you do yourself. not bring to the table. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but welcome to the This Is 30 podcast. It's your host, Jernique. And if you can hear the voice that is here, it is not Mr. James Boney. It is... William Anthony Luthers. Yes. <laughs> who I never call William. I don't. I know there's a gang of people out there that know him as William. But I don't know William. I never met him. <laughs> I don't know who he is. Shout out to my OGs that know me as Anthony. <laughs> I don't know real from day one. I don't know who that is. But um yeah, Anthony is here and we about to talk. Um we about to talk about some stuff. But can you believe it's the last week of January? Wow, it's about to be February already. Yeah, like I just I feel like January really flew by. I feel like since coronavirus, every month has been flying by. That's true. That's true. Like which is weird because we have a lot of time in the house right, and right, time right. is still flying by. But I feel like maybe in the beginning we weren't being productive with that time. So like we could feel it. And now I feel like we found ways to make sure that we're really productive. Indeed. Um, Indeed. So, yeah, the days are flying. But happy Monday to all you beautiful people. Shout out to everybody listening on their way to work um, in their bed. If you work the night shift and, you know, you're on your way home. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Shout out to you. Um, so Anthony, you haven't been on the podcast in a while. You yes. haven't been on in a in a very long time. Um, what I want to talk to you about, like New Year, new goals, new you. <laughs> Are, mm. Do you subscribe to that New Year, new you? Not really. Okay. I try to constantly progress each year to be a better than last year, regardless of regardless of. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you have any goals that are specific? Um, for this year, like what, you know, a lot of people are saying 2021 is personal for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> is there anything that's personal for you for this year? Um, of course, getting married. Nice, nice. Officially, finally, like going through that process. 
kind of been waiting. Um, could have done it through the court system, but I don't know. I didn't want to like, not I guess ruin the moment, but like I wanted it to be real genuine, real like I don't know, not genuine, but like I don't know the word I'm looking for, but I wanted it to be real, like you the moment the to be there. Yeah, I wanted that moment to be on the day of the wedding. So right, finally excited to get married in June. Oh, that's um, awesome. So that's a personal something I'm looking forward to, as well as um, I need to really start a venture that I've I've been working on, in independently, and um I need, I need to introduce it to the world. Um, so that's one of my plans. Do I know about this venture? Nah, actually, very few people. Oh wow! Know about this venture, but um, is it a business venture? Um, I guess or a money making venture. Not not necessarily a money making venture. It's more of a a platform. Yeah, I, that's all okay, I say. You don't yeah, want to say yeah, too that's much. That's all I say. It's more of a platform. Okay, but I'm hoping that whatever venture it is, it's it's it will hopefully afford you some type of income. Well, that's not the. I'm not even the goal of me. The 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 purpose of the of what I'm doing is not even for a lucrative. Okay. Is is it more so for? for the people out there to see different things and experience different things that on a daily basis they don't normally okay. I think get I to have an idea, but I'm going to ask you off air. <laughs> um, so I'll just drop a gem and say, like, as the family, I'm the daredevil in the family. and Everyone knows that. I'm, I'm the guy who does different things, not the conventional, quote-unquote, black guy things. I don't mm-hmm. even like saying that. But um, yeah, I just want to introduce... Yeah, like I said, younger people to different things that they can do besides the everyday. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> besides the everyday. Okay. Um, so I was I was hoping that you said it was something lucrative, but it's okay if it's not lucrative. If y'all are hearing right now, Anthony drop his pistachios. I mean it, it will become if it, it if it's successful, it will become lucrative. Which Okay. Um, but I do want to talk about lucrative things. I want to talk about money. Um, and I just want, as a man, I just want you to offer the people three tips that are personal to you about, um, saving money. Like it could be new things you picked up on, um, something that coronavirus helped you with, or just generally speaking, things you've are always been good at. Um, um three, three of them, if you could you. think of them. Got you. So from a young age, um, I've always been family as well they know me as a money rocky and i've always like held on to the last penny so especially during the coronavirus i've learned how to stretch money from different places Mm. in order to 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 pay for things okay or to deal with expenses so that's one tip i've learned within the coronavirus that quickly just came to my head um Another, the second thing I would say that something that's always been in my mind that my mom and my family always preached to me is um, don't live with the Joneses. I know that's right. Um, you can't look at somebody else's life and be like, I want to do that, I want to do this, or do do live and and be you and aff- do things that are affordable for you. Right. So like, I it's not a competition that. out here. Like we all we all gonna die one day and we can't take this money with us. So how you spend it is how you spend it, not how you see the next man or the next woman spend it, but how you spend it. So that's one thing. Don't live with the Joneses. Please don't. Um. Last thing. I would say. That has helped and that I learned within the last three years of coming on this job is um. 
having different and multiple um retirement mm. um accounts. Okay. Uh, so not just your four hundred one k, not just uh so ha- not just as an, a savings account, but a C- CD like not not just CDs, but have everything. Okay. As many as many retirement accounts as as you can as you can afford to pull out each month. I think that that that's something in the long run, cause cause in the long run you might not need, you you may have let's say three retirement accounts, and you may need to purchase something that costs let's say sixty k, thirty years from now or twenty years from now, fifteen years from now, you can use one of those accounts and still be good for retirement off those two accounts. Right, right. So that's one thing else that. Oh, those are good. Those are good. Um, if I had three. Mm-hmm. What's your three? Um, I think the first one is you have to learn how to say no. Mm. And for me, that's one that I'm still working on. But I feel like you really have to know when to sit your ass in the house. Know when to tell yourself there is food at home. Know when to say, you know what? I don't have to go out with my friends. Mm-hmm. That's the that's probably the hardest one for <laughs> me because I'm always trying to. Be outside, especially now that we've been inside so much, you know, the opportunity to go outside. I'm like, yeah, I'm down. But sometimes when you have a goal in mind and you really are um, being strict about that goal, you got to learn how to say no. You really do. Um, Number two would probably be do something productive with your free time. Um, I love watching movies and I love reading and doing all being on social media but do something productive in your free time, whether it's learn a different craft, because listen, the people I have a part time job now um, and I work retail with my part time job. And I'm happy that I'm able to use that free time wisely. But let me tell you, the people I envy are the people who have multiple talents that can make them money. Like I feel like I'm talented, but I still haven't found a way to use my talents to really make me some extra money. And I like girls who can do hair, girls who could mm-hmm. do nails, mm-hmm. who have nine to fives. Like I know nurses who do hair. Right. Like I just be yeah. looking at them like you're rolling in dough. Right. Like you have so much money. Um, so yeah, find something to do with your free time. And then number three. Um, number three. I don't know. I'm trying to think of a number three. Maybe I would just, oh, oh, my number three is similar to yours um, where you said have multiple um, retirement accounts. But mine is you got to tell your money where it's going. Mm -hmm. Your money can't tell you where it's going. So every single month or every two weeks, however often you get paid, budgeting is very important, not only for your bills, but for the extra that's left over. You have to tell your money where to go. And I'm stealing that from Dave Ramsey because he (laughs) that's one of his quotes. Um, Mm, But don't let your don't let your money dictate what it's going to do. Like it's easy to see an extra five hundred, seven hundred dollars sitting in your account. And to me, you look at that and you like, wow, I did what I had to do. But to me, that's an opportunity for disaster. That's you going out and you swiping your card. And when you get home, you two hundred dollars short yeah. off of nothing. <laughs> off you you like yeah. you like, bro, you had excess. But what did you do with that excess? So, Boy, yeah. Um, yeah, those, those are, are my three. Points. Good those points. are my three. Yeah, I especially like the one. The last one. Shout out to Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey right uh-huh. there. Um, so, 
I already asked you if you were if, if there's anything purposeful you're working on, and you said you know you don't want to speak on it, but it's there. So, but that's, it's funny you say that. Sorry to cut you off. Uh-huh. But it's exactly what you were just speaking on. Um, doing with your free time, allowing your free time to make you money. So that's in the same direction of what I plan on. Okay. On what I plan on doing, based on what you've seen, you probably have an idea. I can't wait, yo! I can't <laughs> wait to find this out when we hit those stop button. <laughs> um. But you did mention your wedding cancellation. Mm. Um, I like, I think last week I talked about um, looking at the good and bad in things. Um, It was in a different context, but what were some of the pros? I know it wasn't a good thing to have to cancel your wedding because of COVID, but what are some of the good things that came from that? Oh, um, the the best thing that came from that was... um, it extended our it extended our time in terms of what we can do with our money okay which allowed us to purchase a home nice so if, nice. honestly if it wasn't for the wedding being pushed back we wouldn't have been able to purchase a home that's i mean really not, it would have been but it would have been really hard yeah right. it would have been realistic Oh, that's classy. Yeah. See, there's always a blessing in something. Nah, that's real. Like it even the pain, there nah. be there be blessings in it. No, nah, that's real. Um, so that's okay. Real. Any other pros that came from uh you having to cancel your wedding? Um No, not that no. I can think of it. Well, a house know. is pretty big. <laughs> I mean, you don't really need anything else on the yeah, list. Yeah, I'm good on anything um, else. That's what I that's what I wanted to do anyway, but Right. Um But you know you women. so now but that's dope because y'all weddings now you um oh that's what you wanted to do um (laughs) now upon like being married you guys already have your home you're set yeah factory that's a good thing too yeah yeah it's it's gonna be a great time (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be um okay hold on i'm going to so my next question is um when we talk about the cons initially how did it make you feel or how worried were you when you had to when you started to um, become aware that you would have to cancel? Um, of course, because you're planning for this big day, things are in place, um, and it's like the buildup was there, and the idea of it not being able to be the same way it was supposed to be mm. is really something that because I want everybody to have fun, I want everybody to have a good time. Oh, okay. I'm a very lovey, like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a people person. Everybody, right. like we always hugging each other. I'm my family in turn, like we're, we're her family. We're, we're all love, lovable people. So it's like for us to maybe have to be in a situation where we can't interact how we normally would be able mm. to interact. Okay, is something that is maybe a like a real con. Okay, I get Real that. Real con for me. To the because point where I'm, I wanted to like people to get tested, mm. potentially get tested but if they can before the wedding. Are you going to have that happen? I'm I'm thinking something that we're mm. thinking about. Just because you want people to enjoy themselves in proximity. Right, like, and feel comfortable enjoying themselves in proximity. Okay. Because it's not even the fact that, because you can do it and like some people will be standoffish, some people will be, or you'll go home thinking. Right, deep. right. But if you have a, some type of, reassurance right right i think that'll make people feel a lot and it'll it'll, it'll, 
it'll be how it would have been i guess right right i feel that i never really thought about that like i just this is clearly why i'm not married or getting married yet um (laughs) but i just i thought like okay they got a new date it's set but i never thought about how coronavirus really does is going to change the experience of the wedding yes um like even i saw some people have weddings like within the past three four months and i see pictures of their party or their guests wearing masks right and that's like dang do i want my wedding to be do i want my wedding picture do i want to look back 30 years from or 10 years from now at my wedding pictures and be like everybody had on masks right who is that right who who is that oh yo that's crazy (laughs) and you know i feel like regardless of if you get people to test or not there's gonna be people with masks on because some people are just paranoid like that indeed um so some people gonna have their masks on so yeah like pictures stuff like that i mean it'll always remind you Mm -hmm. like this was the wildest two years (laughs) of our lives um or in american history but but i don't need that reminder i know to be honest (laughs) dang um any other feeling of um uh like s- sadness that came along with having to cancel your wedding or was there like issues with rescheduling with your venue or did you have certain things in place that maybe didn't transfer over so smoothly um for the most part everything has been great in terms of venue and on an american state side okay so um in terms of the like Things like dresses and suits, those things. That's when things get kind of tricky. Mm. So, because like, y'all are what, some things are custom ordered, right? Okay, right. So that's the problem I'm currently having right mm. now. Like, I need to get my suit made, but I was told to come back closer to the wedding because we weren't. They weren't working with overseas. Okay, carriers. So, um, wow. Okay, it's, it's sounding very Versace-ish to me. <laughs> sounding, it's giving me Armani. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here, but <laughs> Milano, I don't know what's happening. Um, but yeah, okay, so designs and things that you're getting from overseas, there's like a pushback on right, that. Okay, right. and that makes sense, but yeah, it's affecting you guys. Right. Um. So that's good to know. Um. And have you guys selected a honeymoon place Mm, so that's another thing with coronavirus Mm. things are again up in the air wow um, did you guys have a a location picked out previously yes okay so a location we wanted to go to the maldives oh i know that's right um (laughs) (laughs) i know that you know what it's only upper class things i'm hearing out of anthony's mouth right now so (laughs) i mean that's not upper class thing that's 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 what what do they say regular uh, what's the Regular. normalized normalized um, listen it's a fake normalized that's what that's where everybody wants to go normalized um designer things or whatever it is yeah what, whatever. What's the saying? so you guys were gonna do the maldives yeah and um, or the so because of coronavirus or bora bora yeah <laughs> of <laughs> nah, course nah, nah. was it bora bora or, or maserat okay um so it do oh they have restrictions on travel right oh okay so a plan C is y'all I gonna guess end same. up in Tulum <laughs> nah hell no <laughs> hell no I might end up in Tulum for the bachelor party though, but, um, oh okay so are like, you tra- nah. but, are um, you traveling for your bachelor party I want to that's another thing coronavirus is messing up go to Vegas Vegas no. is open Vegas is no. Vegas is definitely the normalized who wants to go place. to Vegas for the for their bachelor I party? feel like that's pretty standard. 
That's pretty lame. Okay. So you wanted to go to Tulum for bachelors? No, I wanted to go to like Costa Rica or something. Oh, okay. But are so you said you still want to go somewhere? Yeah. Um, for so, your uh, so we'll see what the guys can okay. come up with within the next three months. I'm telling you, months. y'all chop 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 I know, chop. That's what I'm saying so many things. Time is ticking. Who's your best man? Is it Sean? Of course. Oh, okay. All right. So Sean, wherever you at, make sure you got the plans popping. <laughs> um, and when do when do you guys do usually do the bachelor trip or bachelorette trip? Is that like a month before? So hers is gonna be, I believe, in April doing her. Her, her her school break okay but i plan on going like the week before the wedding oh okay yeah, wow I'm to, yeah because i got i got off that whole month you see how i'm looking at you the right? whole month now <laughs> nah, we gucci i the know whole month. i know that's what i'm hearing so, i'm only um, hearing gucci things <laughs> come out your mouth so <laughs> um but long story short are you excited to finally be get, getting married yes, you said that earlier course. but yes extremely excited to finally give her my last name. I know that's right. And, and for her to finally be Luth called. Luth is at last. We Mrs. here. Luther we right. here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a question, though, about the idea that you guys bought a home. Um, how is it uh, living together? I mean, living together is dope. Um, Was that the plan initially? What do you mean the plan initially? Uh, so were you living together before you guys bought the house? I, I want to say unofficially, but officially, like unofficially, officially living together before. Okay. So like she stayed with me sometimes, I stayed with her sometimes, but most that of the time. That ain't living together though. But that's like. I know. If we sleep together every night. Okay. For the most part. It still ain't living together. But, but now y'all live together. Yeah, live together, live together. And how has that, has that changed uh, or awakened your senseis to anything that you weren't nah because like i said for the most part for the last four or five six years we've been pretty much okay all the time yeah okay yeah um so we were able to see how we both move did you have i'm i've never i don't think i've ever talked to a male about living with um his girlfriend or a spouse before marriage but did you have any reservations about that that's why we wanted to get married last year, and the plan was to get the house this year. Okay, but if y'all were already doing it, what did it matter? That's a, that's that was my that was always my pushback when she always said, "Let's get married first. And, okay, and I, I, that was my pushback. Right, so I'm with you on that one. Okay, so um, Don't ask yeah, because us girls. Don't ask me, ask her. But you know what? Whenever <laughs> it makes sense, yes, it makes sense. Yes, and divine timing, and and right. And, and it happened. I I I would still like love to be married before um before I live with somebody, but like you said, in most relationships at our age, we're spending a lot of time with our significant others uh if not every night. Mm -hmm. Um and mm -hmm. then um just as I'm getting older, I'm also realizing that I'm no longer saying it can never be me to certain things. <laughs> certain times, I just feel like as we're getting up there in age, certain things are a matter of not only love, but also circumstance. Situational. So like, yeah. Like, mm -hmm. so if something makes sense mm -hmm. and like at the end of the day, y'all been together for y'all, y'all been together long enough to know that it's nobody's being used, right. you know, like it's real, mm -hmm. it's fine. Um, I feel like the only time I would have reservations about that is maybe if the relationship is fresh 
and you don't know one another so well. But after you guys have been together for years and you know each other, I mean, if y'all doing it anyway, what you what are you not doing it for? To save face <laughs> mm-hmm. for people? Exactly. Like, who cares? And that's exactly what it was. Like, and mm-hmm. them people not going to not come to your wedding. Exactly. Them people are not going <laughs> to stop talking to you. Like, they, they listen, there are other youngins that have gotten, gotten away with way worse. Right. Um, so it is what it is. Um, how has home ownership changed you, though? Like, generally um, speaking. Wow. Um, I feel as though. Because every day I see you, you're doing a DIY. I was, to, I was about to, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> every day. <laughs> that's what I was about to say. I feel as though it hasn't changed me, but it has brought out years of like because my mom owned owns a house owned the house that we lived in um that i've grown up in and watching her over the years how she's dealt with problems and situations and people that she's called because she's a she's a woman uh, well now nah, i want to say it like that but like her she's also a foreign a foreigner right so she she doesn't she can't relate to youtube and things like that mm-hmm. so to see a lot of things that she's called people to come to fix things, and I've watched them fix those things in our house, and I I could just say over the years, like I was able w- owning a house now has brought out of me years of watching my mom and mm. watching home ownership firsthand. Okay, and I'm grateful for that experience because now I'm able to apply those things that I've I've learned and I've seen to everyday life and like you say now every day i'm doing something okay whether that's corking uh uh corking a bathroom or even fixing a whole bathroom replastering repainting a whole bathroom redoing a whole bathroom that we had to do in our small apartment um Mm. yeah i'm doing it all even putting on smart locks smart doors nice everything like it's bringing out the creative side in you yes and and the home depot side in you word i'm there every day i feel like i'm at home depot every day yeah (laughs) i think that that's cool like that you brought it back to your mother because um youtube has really changed a lot of people's lives Mm -hmm. because it it does show you that certain things are feasible and i know growing up in East Orange, just like your yeah. sink don't work, you gotta call a plumber. Exactly. Your um door don't work, something you gotta you call. call. You listen, <laughs> technicians and plumbers, their heydays were in the freaking nineties. <laughs> they were making money um, for stupid and little things. Exactly. That that you yourself could do exactly. easily. Easily. Um. So I think that that's cool. That home ownership has like open your eyes to yo i could do this yeah i could do this yeah um, even to the point where my mom was like beating me up the other day like man all these years i've been wasting <laughs> money on these, calling these people i could have had you did all these things right right i feel that um i think that's dope any other ways in which um home ownership has changed you um i don't know if it has changed but um one thing it has done for our relationship, I want to say on the positive end, it, it's it's created some relief kind of in terms of space wise, because before we were staying her place, which mm-hmm. is um, upstairs from her sister's. So it's a small one bedroom, one living room, one kitchen. And I was at my mom's, which is just my room. Right. Still. So it was like, having the space that we have now like i have a man cave so like mm. we're able to and she has her office and like so it's like we're able to 
live and coexist with each other in separate spaces but still be together ah that's which good breathes a little bit of fresh air yeah especially during coronavirus when you're always mm-hmm. she's always home right i'm it, home a lot so it allows some breathing room right and i think that's healthy in all relationships like for you guys to not be all up under each other all the time all the time yeah um that's mm-hmm. that's that's dope that's really classy. You know what? You're you're giving out some classy, some classy gems. Um, <laughs> um one pro that I love that I want to say, I can leave the seat up now. Why That's, you? Oh, you do you have your own? Yeah, toilet? downstairs. Yeah, so downstairs. Okay. I, I have our own. So we leave is the that seat what's up. making you happy? What? Like I could finally like not have to lift the seat up. Is your man cave downstairs? Yeah. Oh, okay. So she yeah. won't be going down there. I mean, as she could go down there, but that's my toilet. So like you know, like she can't complain about it. Yes, yeah, that's 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 thing. trash. That's <laughs> trash. I feel like no matter where you are in that's the home, the even if it's your bathroom, as I a male, always, you should always put the seat down. But if she's not primarily primarily using that bathroom ever but you may have guests like i just it'll be mostly i mean but even when okay it, it'll be as, mostly a, my guests. as a man when you go into a bathroom and the seat is up does that bother you i mean the fact that we have to the the, the annoyance of having to lift up the seat sometimes or like no what if it's already up will that bother you do you do you have thoughts that come into your mind what do you mean i don't i just mean like <laughs> to me when i see a toilet up I either think maybe it was just cleaned or it's in a it's man's dirt, house or it's dirty or it's in a man's house or it's dirty <laughs> or it's in a it's, man it, house. And <laughs> that's what I Can think. Can we wait on this on this question listeners? <laughs> like, do you guys feel like how Janique feels? Yes. When if you walk into a man's house and his seat is up, even, do you feel like when, so? So that's that. So generally you're saying every time you walk into a man's house and you see his seat up, you think it's either dirty or it's been cleaned. Yeah, and, wow. and and in most cases, I can see it's if dirty. It, that it's not clean. <laughs> oh my god! If it doesn't smell like bleach, <laughs> bro. If it doesn't smell like bleach, bro. It, it no, that's filthy. Put your seat down. Put your seat down. It's rude. When, I, you, when you come over, I think your my bathroom would change the whole uh, the whole. Oh, because it's classy. It's gonna be clean. It's classy it's be with clean. the seat up. It's gonna be clean and classy with the seat up. <laughs> just, just for you, journey. <laughs> That's yeah. I I think that that's a no no. Just for you. Um. I I don't. I just feel like it's common courtesy to put the seat down, but um. No. It is what it is. Um. You know your house. Can we have something? Like. I guess. Can we have something? I guess. How does she feel about that seat being up? She doesn't care. I know that she used to put it down like when we first moved in, but then I said like, "Yo, can I have this bathroom? Like, can I keep the seat up?" And she she gave me the bathroom and the seat up. <laughs> but the, I feel like it's, it's a it's not even I don't think it's a I don't think it's a woman thing like to want to put the seat down because we pee with the seat down. I feel Correct. like it's it's that way because it just looks dainty. It looks nice. No. The bathroom looks put together the when seat the seat is, is down. down. Like it just doesn't look like filth when the seat is up. But that's that's a personal problem. Yeah. For me. Um that's a personal problem for me. Um is there anything you wish you knew about home ownership or the process of buying a home before you bought a home? Um So the problem we're having right now is um tenants. So you bought a multi-family home. Correct. Okay. And are you happy with that decision? Yes, 100%. Because you wanted to make income off of your course, home. Okay. Of course. Um, and uh, 
if you don't mind me asking, you bought a two-family home. Right. Okay. Um, so you continue with your tenant issue. Um, over the years, I've watched, like I said, family members with houses and tenants, and I haven't seen them have problems finding or anything in terms of their tenants, vetting their tenants and things like that. Like I haven't, I, I didn't see that problem. But for some reason, in 2021, we're having problems. Mm. <laughs> With your tenant or with Finding, securing a tenant? Securing, okay. a, securing a secure tenant. Oh, securing <laughs> a secure tenant. <laughs> um, so that's, you didn't think it would be that difficult? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, maybe because coronavirus is in play and we are in North Brunswick. So at the time we thought about colleges and oh, right, schools right. and students and things like that. But I guess since that's on the downfall. Mm-hmm that that's a a market that isn't there at the current moment right right but this is rough out here yeah i can imagine um and then you did mention um college students and being around that area but are they what you would consider to be a a secure tenant of course yeah 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 you don't have any worries about like you know college craziness um, et cetera, et cetera. Nah, because the house is so far from the campus. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. And any other things that you wish you knew, um, before purchasing mm. or, or, yeah. Or anything you learned after purchasing. Wow. I've learned a lot. Um, from dealing with the city and mm. different aspects do you need to call them to do everything yes yeah. especially where i'm at like i gotta call them for everything mm-hmm. so um i remember that in piscataway like you can't put up a fence you can't you can't do nothing <laughs> unless this you can't put a mirror in your backyard until yeah, you call the city yeah it's crazy out there oh man another thing that another thing that's that's kind of i guess taking some getting used to is um neighbors mm. do you live in a predominantly white area i do live in a predominantly white mm. area and this is the first time in my life living in a predominantly white area right right because we from um, ill town you feel me like, <laughs> <it's> like <nah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> all right my back <laughs> but um yeah mm. it's Have different you met it's any different of them? so the crazy thing is we moved in and it's nothing but like I said, it's probably white people, so it's nothing but white white neighbors around us and um you can see like they look like, Oh, mm. how? Like how? Like that that's that's basically like the perception and every time like then then I wanna I don't wanna wanna say they're friendly, but they're they're cordial. Um, they were cordial. Even to a point where, so they see us, they say hi, they wave, and keep it moving. But no, nobody came, introduced themselves. It's like, surfacey. Yes, yeah, very surfacey. And okay. there's been moments where they could have introduced themselves, mm. but they didn't. Um, we live on the main road, and there was an accident right, literally right in front of our house. And um, we were painting the front door at the time of the accident. I had my hoodie on, my mm. work hoodie on, and... So I ran out into the middle of the street. I assisted Iggy with the accident. Okay. And um, 
the neighbors were there, of course. Everyone's out there now, all the neighbors. And they're looking and they're like, who who are you? Like, mm-hmm. are you the relative? Because the lady who was in the accident was a black lady. Mm. So they, they assumed I was a relative of the lady that was in the accident. Say, are you a relative? No, no, I'm not a relative. I actually moved. I'm, I'm your neighbor. I moved. I moved into this new house. Mm-hmm. And their face, when I tell you their face, like, <laughs> their face, like, said it all. Like... Mm. Did you tell them what you do? I mean, like I said, I had on my work hoodie. Okay, okay. So at the time, I, th- I had my hoodie on. So then I could see, first impression, they're like, no, wait, is that really him? Like, that's him who lives there, a young guy. And they saw my fiance because she had to give me my face mask. Because mm. um, it was during coronavirus. So right. she had to give me my face mask. Um, so th- so she's like, so they're like, is that, they're trying to put two and two together. Mm-hmm. So I after I assist them, I assist the victim a little bit. I give aid. Um, ambulance come. I give the police a report, and I'm about to walk back. The neighbors are talking like, and they're like, "So I see you're a firefighter for East Orange," mm-hmm. and everything like the whole demeanor, the whole everything like switched up. Like that's trash. Trash. The that's whole demeanor and everything trash. switched up. Like they started asking questions where I came from. Started saying like. Just offering like, okay, so you got this around the corner, you got this. Like, just being a lot more friendlier than they were mm. before ever knowing that. Mm. Mm. So, what a shame. Right. What a shame. It really irritates me that we have to be doing some, pres- like, you have to know our career choice or that we're doing some something prestigious in order for us to get your respect. Yeah. Like, we yeah. that should not matter. You no. should just, because if it was a white person... You really wouldn't be that interested nah. in you would find out afterwards like you do with everybody else. You would just be like, hey, what's up, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. But I feel like with black people, you got to we got to give them something to work with yep. before they'll even consider anything um, is, is it's sad. Right. Uh, it's it is very sad um it's sad um but I feel like those situations always expose them yeah. and. At least now you know who your neighbors are. Right, exactly. Um, Very true. You know exactly. who your neighbors are. Um, and we know how to move accordingly now. Exactly. Um, but my next question was, when you have kids and you're going to be in this area, um, it although your neighborhood is predominantly white, is this whole city predominantly white or is it a little mixture? So it's, it's mixed. It's okay. mixed. I actually heard about this city because my younger cousin, my uncle, moved there. Okay. So like my younger cousin actually grew up there. So okay. he's a product of that. So I'm able to see what oh. that product is. Okay. However, I do plan on moving back to Essex County by the time my kids are grammar school age. Really? Yeah. So I gotta um, come back. This will become eventually an investment property. Correct. Okay. All right. Like, and why do you want to move back to Essex County? I feel as though the access, the the fast pace, the everything is just accessible i'm i'm the 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 roots of the foundation are still here okay family every work everything even where's, with my where's fiance. your fiance from um she's from roselle oh okay but her parents moved to phillipsburg okay and she where's works in the, is that like south jersey that's the pa oh, okay, okay pa border okay and um okay so she works in newark so same thing like roots are still very Close deeply and and so the plan is to build the oasis in Essex County, and I know that, and continue the legacy. Yes, we are. Yeah, okay, we I know that's back. right. I like the five-year plan. I'm coming back. 
I like Gotta the plan. Um, I the sound of North Brunswick sounds very classy, though. Um, <laughs> it sounds is very Mm-mm. it sounds very classy. Um, okay, so lastly, we are in the forty fifth hour. Wow, it doesn't even seem so. Really, the forty fifth minute, but you know, it's for dinner. Um, um, what's for what, breakfast? I don't know. Yeah, what's for breakfast? What's Shout for out breakfast? to all of y'all that are eating while you listening right now because I actually had just I had a um Supreme Crunch wrap. Ooh. for breakfast <laughs> i had one it was really good um but anyway um the last thing i wanted to talk to you about is um longevity and longevity as it pertains to friendships uh relationships family etc cetera, etc cetera. and the reason i wanted to end with this topic is because i have known you for 27 years wow i think i think i've known you since i was five kindergarten Um, since kindergarten pre-k no not pre-k you didn't go to miss you didn't have um miss miss Mm -mm. and i i mean um miss miss uh across well yes no i didn't go there for preschool i went somewhere else for preschool wow um but yes i was in miss delaney's kindergarten class yep um so we were we were in miss delaney we were in miss delaney's (laughs) kindergarten class and and to all of you who don't know like anthony's mother was my first grade teacher and my mother was his mother's hairstylist For real. when we were kids. So, <laughs> <Dope>. <laughs> and his mom was also just really helpful because my mom was a single mom. So, like, my normal mom, hairstyle stuff, huh? Normal hairstyle stuff. <laughs> like, they was really the village. That no, was the village. seriously, seriously, that was the village. seriously. <laughs> um, but like. When my mom was like late from work, um, sometimes I had to go to Anthony's house um, and wait until my mom could pick me up because she worked in Jersey City and we lived in East Orange. So his mom was just really helpful. And I guess that's how me and Anthony like got close over the years or whatever the case may be. But um, aside from that, everybody that has bonds when they're young you don't always see this often yes. like friends being that close and i just want to i want to ask you your opinion on what it takes to like um keep a long friendship healthy and flourishing and what are some signs that even though a friendship might be long you got to let go of it um, so you can start with the first one how do you keep long uh friendships healthy and flourishing so I could say, for one, to keep long friendships healthy and flourishing is um, to always have an understanding of each other and where where that person is in life and where that person is trying to go. I agree. So um, even if you don't talk every day, I even if you gonna, don't, because as of recent, that that's that's how not as of recent, but within the last five. To, to six years life has sped up for for me and my my my, my, my circle including Jernique mm-hmm. so we don't talk and we don't hang out as much as time situations afford us but we're still able to see and appreciate each other from a distance and when we do link up it's like things aren't they, the, the, the beat hasn't skipped right right because we see the progression and we know that they in this moment they can't it's not that they don't want to. It's not that they're acting shady. It's not that they're, oh, they're not talking to me because this, this. But they're, they they don't have the capacity to do that because they're focused on something else. Right. 
which isn't a fault to you as a friend, but just know your position and understand it that they're 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 doing something in life right that you you know i completely agree and i think that some long friendships fail because people don't understand that yes like people don't people sometimes um people acknowledge distance as like beef right. or like you know i don't want to be a friend no more but it's like Yo, we all are extending our branches to create our own separate legacies. Right. So like you're getting married, you you have your home now, you're doing whatever. I can't expect you to be out in the streets every day, all day. I can't expect to talk to you. Like it just doesn't make any sense. But I don't I don't accept that as like, yo, I can't you know what I'm yeah, saying? It just yeah. is what it is. You can't look at it like that. Yeah. Um But to the second question the, the second point of your question mm -hmm. how you know when to let it go um i think there does come a point where it does have to be a give and take with friendship and you can't be the only one giving true or true. you can't be the only one taking um mm. talk speak my life like you you gotta like it gotta go both ways and understand that's okay sometimes this person you might be the one reaching out all the time or you might be the one reaching out most of the time but that person might be the one initiating the, uh, the hangouts or that person might be the one initiating the actual link-ups, you know? Right, right. So it's like I said, it's a give and take and you got to know when a, when you're giving too much or when it might be hard, but you got to look at yourself and be like, yo, maybe I'm taking too much from this person. Yeah. Like I, maybe I, I'm holding this person back. I agree. I feel like too often we we we're it's easy for us to acknowledge when we're giving too much, but it, we don't be really having the mirror on go when we're taking too much. You know what I'm saying? Like we're not really that honest with ourselves when we're taking too much. Yeah. So I think that's that's um something positive, and I think that I I think that knowing. I think that also just accepting, like you said, that relationships change and not making it personal. Like, I even feel like even if you aren't as close as you previously were with a person, that's okay because sometimes closeness changes over time as well, too. Mm. And it doesn't mean that this friendship is over. It just is what it is. Mm -hmm. Like, I have friends that I've known for 27 years and I'm not close with them. Right. But I know, like, they cool. Like, right. those are my mm -hmm. people, et cetera, mm -hmm. et cetera. Right, and right. I know people who I've known for five years, and I talk to them every day. Mm -hmm. Eight years, I've talked to, I talk to them every day. So, you're right. I really don't really have much to add. Um, Can I ask you a question? Yes. Why is it that it seems like females, especially, quickly fall out of friendships a lot quicker than, than males do? Um, I don't have that problem. Um, but. <laughs> you see it. Yes, but I see it. Um, and, and what I'm saying is real. And what you're saying is real. Okay. Absolutely. I Speaking from a girl's perspective, I will just say that I think that women are emotional. We're very um, finicky mm. sometimes. Um, mm. And I think that as women, sometimes we do ourselves a disservice when we, um, when we pick friends based on circumstance. Mm. And I think that that is often mm. what happens with women. Mm. Um, oh, she, she down to go on a vacation. Word. So that's my friend. We work together. Um, we work together. That's my, and sometimes mm. these things work out. Don't yes, get me wrong. Yes, yes, yes. But I do yes. think that it's forced. Um, I do think that, um, when you pick a friend officer, Oh, we turn up together. 
you there has to be more beyond the circumstance if you guys can't have real conversations if you got if you guys can't talk about real things if you don't confide and trust in this person then they might not be somebody who you want to consider a close friend and gotcha. then you won't run into those issues because guess what you're going to keep them in the box that they belong in right and then they'll just be they'll be a friend but they won't be like somebody who has access to um destroying a a boundary or where if something crazy happens it's like oh we not friends no more you get mm. what i'm saying i feel like it i identify that very quickly in females i don't really get new friends like a lot <laughs> i i've had the same friends for a long time and even my friends my other friends that i haven't had for as long I don't think I have a friend in my life that I haven't known for more than nine years. Wow. I, like literally any girl that I spoke, speak to daily, I've known them for nine, nine years, years or more. Plus. Our closeness might have gotten um, closer, but I've known them for that long. Good. So, but what I will say is that, dang, I was, I was about to make a point. Um, I know those people who I have to keep at bay. Right. Because I just know, and it, that's not a problem. I feel like, you should just identify them and know, you know what? I could turn up with her. But we that's could that. we could hang out, but <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. like I'm not calling her if I need help. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay. not calling okay, her if I'm I need you. to talk about anything. And I think too many times females mix those things and then she end up showing you her true colors or you end up showing her your true colors and then instead of y'all already having that boundary set the boundary is completely broken mm. and y'all can't y'all can't be friends at all at all y'all can't all. even be associates because y'all didn't messed up um but i hope women are learning from that um i think I, th I i see a switch i would say as, as of recent i do see more women um more friendships lasting even longer lasting longer i also see friendships reconciling over, yeah. over the years like mm -hmm. they haven't been talking for a long time and then they're talking now Right. Which is good to see. I agree too. Life is short. Love each other. I'm telling you. And you got to, you also got to be mature enough to know that just because even if you guys were once friends before and your relationship has changed, it does not mean that that's a problem. Right. That because I feel like yeah. women have good a hard point. time. Women. Good point. I've, I've dealt with that personally where like I had a friend who I was really close with and it was a lot of pressure because I felt like every time I was around her after our ordeals, it wasn't the same. Not it was fine for me, okay. but I felt like she wanted to just jump right back, back into, into where we were. And I don't know if she was serious about it or just kidding, but it always put so much pressure on me. And I would just be like, I'm enjoying this as it is. Mm -hmm. This is healthy for me. Like where we are. I don't have no beef with you. I love you. Yeah. I, I like there's no issue but stop like putting that burden on me for us to be as close as we were. Dope. Like, um, so you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Nah, that's dope. But um, you know, thank you for going on this audio adventure with us on nah, this Monday for, morning. Thank you for having me on this audio adventure. Thank you, you for coming and thank you for talking to us about so much stuff. I know. You, you know, gave you know us I'm a so much person. You yeah, you gave and us so much I gems. Don't be I don't post a lot. I don't. I tweet a lot. Yes, and snap a lot. I snap a lot, but I don't. I don't. I don't. You're not, you're not an IG or Facebook or IG or like that. Yeah, but I'm so thankful because I feel like you. Um, I like having male perspectives a lot on this show. Um, 
especially because as y'all know james was on here last week talking about something <laughs> y'all not gonna know me y'all not gonna know me so y'all can know me y'all can know me so, and i can articulate myself a little bit better now i don't know what happened that first second episode but um your boy was nervous anthony was here no longer- when there was like nine niggas in my house oh and you came afterwards again yeah, right yeah um, but um, yeah yeah thank you so much for we coming back. oh um, fellas if you're a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, it's a great morning for you this morning. Did they win? They We've won this morning. They've won this morning. Are you a fan of the Tampa Bay? No, oh. no, that's why I said they. Sorry. Oh. So shout out to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's a good morning for you guys. You're going to the Super Bowl. I know that's right. Shout out to the isn't isn't uh, brady on that team now yes sir he's going yo, to another this, super bowl yo this man is really crazy tom brady is going to another super bowl lord have mercy i isn't know that crazy? i know uh the patriots is real mad right what now. what a monday morning um do you guys uh is it do uh is are their opponents known um, not yet so, so monday morning we we, but we will know monday morning but but as, Anthony, as a, it is Monday morning. Sorry, so no, we, we don't know yet. Okay, we're gonna know Monday afternoon. <laughs> yes, we're gonna know Monday afternoon. <laughs> um, who's your favorite football team? Uh, New York Giants. Oh, okay, regular schmegler. Um, Stop it. Did you even pick them, or was it just given upon you to like the New York Giants? I mean, I feel I'm like nobody who likes the New York Giants really likes them. It's usually I'm a, a yeah. It's a family thing. It's a hometown thing. You're not even from New York. I'm from New Jersey, and oh. they play in New Jersey. Okay. Thank um, you very much. All right. So. All right. Um, I know you are a, a Chicago Bulls fan. No, I just love Michael Jordan. Lakers fan. No. Who's your favorite basketball team? The Nets. Hometown again. Yeah, but they don't even play here anymore. Well, Brooklyn, and we look pretty good right now. Yeah, because y'all got that that fake starting team that was conjured up Who's your strategically. Team? Um. So. I don't really have a favorite football team, but if you ask me, I'll say the um, Pittsburgh Steelers. So let me let me ask you this question then, real quick. Sorry, this is thirty. You like no, perfect conversation, real quick. Ladies, do you automatically take your man's yeah. football? <laughs> do you automatically take your man's football team? I so think- let's say you're talking to a guy, Janique, and he likes this team, and he asks you, "Who's your favorite football team?" You guys have been talking for a month now, and you're really feeling him. What do you say? I, I will typically say that my favorite team is the Pittsburgh Steelers and okay. my favorite basketball team is the Lakers. So now you guys been dating for a year now. Is your is your favorite team is your favorite team still? No. My my <laughs> My team will become his team. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have a winner. <laughs> ding, 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 no, ding, ding, ding. No, badass. I'm just being real. <laughs> I'm waiting to switch teams. <laughs> ladies, this is a ladies. Pay attention, ladies. <laughs> this is how you do it. <laughs> this is a common practice of ours. Um, this is how you do it, ladies. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm waiting for somebody to make me switch teams. And if you like my teams, then we, then we can just make Even it. better, right? We can make it do what it do. But Even better. Tell me which teams you like, so I could, you know, you get, can start learning the roster, can, right? Get get acclimated with the with the players on the so team. So I can get the hats, the jerseys, and really act like I've been on this. Talk lifestyle. about it, sis. Talk about it. <laughs> um but really thank y'all for listening to the this is 30 podcast um i hope you remember to tell a friend 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 and their mama and their daddy and their cousin to listen to the this is 30 podcast coming to you every single monday 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 monday